1: still in quarantine Still in- <laughs> it's
0: funny because if you listen to our podcast there's a pattern <laughs> one week it's very like duh, 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 duh. and then the next week it's like okay we're still alive and you know why it's because this is the second episode of re- that we're recording in our sitting
1: yeah yeah we record them two weeks at a time now because we are very busy people and so we're sorry you know um we can't be as up to
0: date I'm two cups of coffee and a half a monster in so he's doing great
1: I've been drinking the watermelon monsters like there's no tomorrow I absolutely love them
0: how many of those do you have a day
1: I only have one a day.
0: Oh, okay. So, That's like, fine.
1: by no, no tomorrow, like, I mean, like, I have one a day. I yeah. never have. I have a cup of coffee a day. I have a monster a day, and if it's a really long day, I'll have. I have these um, like sparkling water energy drinks that mm-hmm. have like green tea in them. I'll drink that. But I, I really do try to watch my caffeine. Um, That's good. You do a better job than me
0: because <laughs> I have like two cups of coffee in the morning, and then I have a monster. at Like, I mean, a, a Red Bull at like twelve or one around lunch, yeah. and then I might have, like, a little iced coffee later in the day. Yeah. Like, if I'm not constantly shaking, am I really me?
1: <laughs> well, there's a stimulant, right? It's like I... um, You know, it's like they say, like, um, my daughter takes ADHD, ADHD mm-hmm. medication, and it's basically... It's got caffeine in it, you know, because there's a stimulant there that helps your body regulate. Mm-hmm. There's definitely... I definitely need some kind of stimulant for my body. Yeah, oh, it, if, it if I don't have
0: something, I'm literally, like lying on the couch completely lifeless
1: yep yeah <laughs> so anyways but here we are and you know we're going to we're heading into it is transgender awareness week
0: hopefully by now <laughs>
1: the election has
0: been officially <laughs> oh, called Jesus, right? i'm just gonna say it just in case it's not done by just the last episode <laughs> people like, Why
1: did you binge on it? oh my god by now I here's my prediction by now i want to see how close i am by now Donald Trump has officially sued uh, every state. He He has um, uh, put the... Oh, go
0: ahead. I was going to throw in something.
1: I was was just going to say he's declaring that he's not going to leave and he's going to continue the recounts. He's urging Pennsylvania voters to um, request a recount. They're already doing the recount in Georgia. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably already... Well, he can't request a recount in Nevada or Arizona, as, as far as I know um, So Pennsylvania and Georgia are the two places Where he can request a, a recount mm-hmm.
0: I think he's going to try to throw the country Into a state of emergency I think he's going to try to declare a presidential state of emergency oh, That really? the Democrats are trying to steal the election And he needs to have a look at the election systems And bring in specialists
1: yeah. That's I what mean, I feel
0: like is going to happen.
1: Probably. I'm sure there'll be shit like that. I'm sure there Crazy will.
0: Crazy conspiracy shit. He's already started... Twitter, if you... if you looked mm-hmm. at his Twitter? Oh, yeah. Every single one of his things is blocked out because it says, like, <laughs> this is a violation of, like, you know, whatever it says. I don't know the exact wording, but you actually have to click into each of his things because Twitter itself is marking his shit No. As what fake. Qu-
1: Twitter should do... The moment that this election is declared... Twitter should remove him.
0: Oh my god, ban him. Could you No, imagine? I absolutely
1: believe that. That is the safest thing for the country if it is declared and and he has lost and he has lost, they should remove him because all he's going to do for the next month and a half is stir up more conspiracy theories, stir up more hate. Yeah, he's literally going to call for a riot. Uh, you know, like the Proud Boys were issuing... Stand a, back, stand
0: by. They're standing
1: by. Well, they they didn't were, forget. They were issuing a memorandum that said, the president won't declare war, but if he did, there's thousands of us who would go to war. And I'm sure those motherfuckers would. Oh, yeah. I'm also sure that most military generals have had it up to here with uh, Donald Trump. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think they have any desire to defend right. him for a second longer than they have to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean they're going to really have to beef up the security for Joe Biden and for Kamala Harris really oh, yeah. beef it up which uh, they were already talking about that mm-hmm. you know it's just going to be a shit show the next couple because that's how 2020 had to end we this just would have, the but you know what just be the election
0: gate that, oh, yeah, that's true. Instead of just like a decisive, like, this is yeah. the winner. No,
1: 2020 is like, no, bitch, no. Uh, this is the grand. The this is season finale. The one shred of good news you got this year, you're going to wait for it. And we're going to drag it out. This
0: is the season finale of 2020. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Where we all walk out of this year and we like are never, we don't talk about it. We don't mention it ever again. When the kids say, hey, dad, what was it like in 2020? We're like, you don't ever bring
0: it up. It's just blacked out in any history book. Like I, they just don't teach about 2019, it in school.
1: And then we go to 2021. Nobody knows what happened to the year 2020.
0: It's like the, it's like the 2090s. The next, you know, these little kids What happened in 2020. Cause it's going to be so long yeah, ago, right? right? 70 years ago. They're going to be like. I don't, Nobody knows. For some reason, there's just no trace of it anywhere.
1: <laughs> they just—just they just like it never existed. <laughs> there was a there was a massive burning in 2021 of all records, and nobody knows what happened. <laughs> well, my great grandpa told me. <laughs> <laughs> I found this hat that said M A G A, and I don't know what it means. Oh my god! Major family's trash, Cheryl. <laughs> Literally. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh so yeah. So we're <laughs> fine and we're great. We're going into the holiday season and it's fine. But I,
0: I will say, um, actually I didn't talk about it last episode for some reason, but David and I actually at the time of recording um went out to dinner the night before. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever been at this place called the Treehouse Yes. I have oh my god. god. Yeah. yeah. I had never it's been. It's like yeah. a gym. It's like feel it felt like we were in the city, like the the vibe was so nice, yeah. the food was good. Um, it was just like uh, It It felt like things were normal yeah. For like the period of time we were in exactly. there I mean obviously everybody was safe with their masks and this and that But yeah. you know we were far enough away in our table That you didn't really see anybody else And it just
1: Well the treehouse is located Like because people don't know It's it's like six different rooms And mm-hmm. they're spread out through Because it's literally a house And they're like on different yeah. levels And one and room really has really like an,
0: o- an old oven furnace yeah. And like it just Things felt normal And it, it was a really nice experience
1: Yeah That's nice
0: Highly recommend for any other Rhode
1: Islanders (laughs) (laughs) That's one restaurant where you really could do that Where you could be in a place where you were spread out from people
0: Yeah, and it just I don't know, it was a magical night Really good.
1: It's crazy, it's gonna be crazy when we finally can Whenever that is And you know, two years when we finally can I mean, (laughs) all I wanna do again is I wanna go to a movie That's what I miss I miss going to movies, I love going to movies I hope the theaters don't die Oh, did you see you could rent a whole
0: movie theater for 99 bucks?
1: you can rent a movie theater like the
0: room you get the whole room for 99 bucks really yeah
1: do you have to buy the movie too or like what? no i think
0: you just pay 99 bucks and you tell them what you want to play on the screen and you could bring your friends and whatever and oh. have popcorn and stuff and watch a movie you and the kids and where can uh, you do that at amc i think shut up yeah look into it
1: well, I'm fucking look
0: i am gonna I don't know it. if they're still doing it but i did see it so i'm
1: gonna look into that I cool look day. into that shit um, anyways, <laughs> so, um, quarantine ramblings, <laughs> um, yeah, but you know, Thanksgiving, I'm going to, I mean, our Thanksgiving is just going to be at our house, very small. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, um, we should get to our episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're just rad. People are like, um. there's like a rant here <laughs> and then we ramble and then there's a, <laughs> this is what our life is. This is, you know, this is how we work. All right. You got out here, send us a voicemail. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So, um, we recently, as of like two or uh, three weeks ago at this point, I think, um, at the time this is airing, switched to a new platform for our hosting, and they actually allow you to send in a voicemail. So if you want to, you know, I don't know, you could send in, um, You know, I love your podcast, I listen every week, or you could send in, hey, I'm a non binary person from Philadelphia and this is how my life is or you know, anything. Just send us a message and if it's appropriate and if we feel like it fits a theme or if it is a nice review, we'll throw it in an episode. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. it. And you can do that actually on anchored dot fm slash your queer story and there's a little button right there you can do it from an app or you can do it from the website anywhere you have a microphone right on your phone and send us in a little voicemail yeah
1: so we'd love to drop some voicemails into our podcast now though you know after moving on to that new platform there's so much more we can do you can hear from us more now because it's easier for us to record our episodes Mm -hmm. um so you'll find a lot more mini-sodes from Paul or myself especially on weeks where we can't read and record so not sure what we're doing next week we might just see like two mini-sodes from us or you might see um, we might be able to do a rec- an episode together the week of Thanksgiving we're not sure yet I'd like to give you some content to listen to if you are traveling or you know if you just had the day off but um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So it, we yeah, but we there's a lot that we can do with this platform now. So we'd love to hear from you.
0: Yes, and also if you listen uh, to our podcast on any other platform but Spotify, consider checking us out on Spotify because we do have a new segment every Monday called Music Mondays, where I kind of give a brief overview of an artist and their song, um, and then play the track. And you can only hear the full track on Spotify. It yeah. will not play on like uh, Apple or anything like that. Okay. Um, and I've actually reached out to a few queer, few queer artists and they've actually sent in their own little voicemail. So I'm going to include that in the episode and you'll get to hear directly from them about why they wrote their song. So that's right. going to be pretty interesting.
1: Looking forward to that. Making mm-hmm. progress. Also, uh, Coffee with Evan is, is I did have a video ready, but I have a new video editing software, which I like. I'm using Filmora9. And so um, I, I think
0: David to... actually uses that for his videos. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's a good. It's really mm-hmm. great.
1: Um, and it's e- user Wonder friendly. Share, I think it says yeah wonder shares yeah. yep exactly so um but i had to upgrade to the uh to the paid plan which was fine it's not that much considering um and so i have a video and i i uploaded it but it has like the wonder share and em- a watermark and mm-hmm. i didn't think i would have cared but it's like right over my face oh. so i haven't decided if i want to upload it again without the watermark yet but i have a, a coffee with evan ready to go and then i'll have another one mm-hmm. and, and i'm looking forward to doing those um, through the Wondershare editing. I'm also editing a video for World AIDS Day, a pretty big project that I'm putting together, so yeah. somehow I've turned into a video editor. Apparently, I know,
0: you're doing so good. Oh, right? and we got access to Canva Premium, yeah. so like, we are actually upgrading our business shit, and that's all paid for by our Queerstians. That's so, right, yeah. our Patreon, so we our appreciate Patreon, and yes. love you
1: guys. Thank you so much. And we will have an announcement about um our queer mentorship program and some things that are coming on december 1st well actually december 2nd for you all um (laughs) december 2nd we've got an announcement coming about some stuff so hang on to your pants hang on to your butts i don't know i say something like that to my kids i usually (laughs) say hang on to your pants i don't know why
0: hang on to your pants yeah you can get him to wear pants that, yeah, not right. shorts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I've officially come and become that dad that's like, you think you're walking outside without those shorts on? And I don't want to be sexist to my daughter, but I'm also like, you literally look like you're wearing underwear. I hate the long um, the long sweatshirt that covers the shorts. Yeah. And then you, it really looks like, and it's like you're nine and I just, I can't. I'm sorry. Well, it's
0: not to be sexist to her. It's to keep her safe from
1: i mean if my son was walking around that i would be do the exact same thing like you can't walk around yeah in your underwear well samantha does it at home in the yard i don't care if they do <laughs> it at home they can wear whatever they want at home as long as they're no i know home. what you mean i know what but you But like mean. going you want to go to school in that and i'm just like no uh i, ca- I can't i'm sorry um so i become that dad yeah officially but it's okay she needs someone to resent you know mm-hmm. That's true <laughs> Anyways who started last week I think
0: I did Okay well, I'll Cause start you this didn't week. have your shit together
1: This week is transgender awareness week And it sits in the month of November Which is Native American History Month With all of that in mind We thought what better person to cover Than the newly elected Kansas representative Stephanie Byers Byers is a transgender Native American who is a member of the Chickasaw Nation currently located in she is currently located in Kansas. Chickasaw Nation is located in Oklahoma. Her win has been huge, but not only for LGBTQ plus people, but also for the indigenous people of this land. Last week, we discussed the importance of black voter turnout. And this week, we want to touch upon the Native American turnout. The activism of indigenous people showed immense support for Democrats. In some tribes, 97 to 98% of votes supported Biden-Harris. The navajo and several other smaller nations all carried arizona turning the state blue for the first time in 24 years was
0: uh john mccain also
1: from yes. arizona
0: which is also a fucking big smack in the face to trump yeah because of how he treated McCain. well that's what i yeah, mean and it's, and it's stuff just like, like a- that
1: it's john lewis in georgia john mccain in arizona you cannot treat representatives like that and expect for the people not to ev- eventually be offended, right? right? They're going to be offended. Mm-hmm.
0: And I wasn't trying to take away that the Native Americans turned it blue. I just wanted oh, to yeah. also add that in there yeah, just to yeah. point it out. Um, but I also uh, think I saw something that said, like, this is the most um, Native American representation in uh, elected history, I think. Yeah. I don't know if history is it's right. An election history, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. that's yeah. It's, it's awesome how much... I want to say how much progress we're making, but it's really not progress. We're just catching up to where we really should have been decades ago. I mean,
1: to be fair, Native Americans haven't even been allowed to vote for 100 years. And with voter suppression and oppression, really, they've only been allowed to vote for 50 years. Yeah. And a lot of them are kind of like, fuck you, America. We don't even want to vote in a bad Right, fuck you. You (laughs) literally came and conquered us
0: and killed all of our ancestors. Fuck you. And now I'm
1: supposed to vote for a representative. But yeah, yeah.
0: In Wisconsin, 82% of the Menominee nation and a small band of Mohicans voted in support of Democrats. It is notable that 80,000 indigenous people were registered to vote in the state and Biden won with just more than 21,000 votes. Um, this is the first election I think we've seen in a long time where every vote really does matter. Yeah. Like it literally, you know, before people would be winning by such margins, but this one's so freaking close, and which is so also really states. sad. Yeah. But um, yep. it's incredible. Had Native Americans not shown up for this vote, it is most likely that Trump would would have taken the state as he did in 2016. Uh, Similar turnouts happened in Montana, Utah, and South Dakota, though the overwhelmingly white conservative states remained in the red. Um, In addition, Natives also managed to get six representatives representatives elected to the U.S. Congress, as well as numerous local officials. But before we move forward with today's story, we want to pause to recognize the reality of where we have placed Indigenous people
1: the voter turnout should not be interpreted as a love or support for America, even if many with mixed heritage may have affinities for our country. The truth is, we stole this land from natives through mass genocide, denied indigenous people rights for centuries, and now have leaned upon them to save the last remaining shreds of our democracy, all while silently ignoring the rise of COVID-19 cases in various tribes and nations across the land, the same way we have ignored those we imprisoned again and again for hundreds of years. It is insulting and an affront to the native people of this continent to pretend that these elections have set things right. Indigenous nations voted for Democrats in order to save their people and to gain resources that they have been denied. Once again, they have been forced to place their trust in a group that will most assuredly let them down. We only make this right by listening to tribal leaders, advocating for indigenous rights, and working to free an enslaved people. But let's talk about those within Native communities who are working to make a change for themselves and others. And uh, I, we are going to move on to that, but I just want to just be really clear that most indigenous people do not want anything to do with the American system. They don't have a choice. We gave them the choice to vote in our elections and to run in our elections. What they wanted was freedom to run their own governments, mm-hmm. freedom to have their land back. That's what they wanted. So this is not a big win for Native Americans. It is in the fact that they'll have a little more say. Right. But it is not what they're asking for. And we are very—they're not
0: like, oh my God, look at us. We were so repressed, and now we're gonna—we're winning the system. That's not like—that's the not. They
1: don't want our system. We are enslaving them, and they're—and we think that by giving them some freedoms in that slavery, it's okay. But it's not. Absolutely. And I guess we'll be right back. <laughs> you guys are literally the best. I love you. Oh, my God. I wish you were both my gay best friends and that we could go dance in a bachelorette party together. I'm inviting both of you to my bachelorette party. I love you. Thank you.
0: I would go- And we're back. Down in the heartland of what would later be renamed Mississippi and Alabama the Chickasaw were a thriving people in pre-Columbus times. They developed sophisticated homes and villages utilizing trade and agriculture to sustain and grow their nation. While there was certainly a willingness to go to war if need be, for the most part Chickasaw leaders maintained peace with surrounding tribes. This courtesy extended to foreign explorers who first came face-to-face with the natives in 1540. As white and Hispanic settlers began to vie for the rich soil of the Deep South, Chickasaw villages began to migrate north to Kentucky and Tennessee.
1: After more than 100 years of trading with the French, relations soured. During the French and Indian War, the Chickasaw sided with English settlers to help defeat and expel the French to Canada. And there's a whole history there we're not going to get into about the lies and the promises that Mm. were made. As a thank you, just 70 years later, Americans rounded up the Chickasaw along with the Cherokee, Seminole, Creek, and the Choctaw during the Trail of Tears. These five groups were given the racist label, Five Civilized Tribes, which plays into that idea of like savages, Mm -hmm. that very offensive term, you know. Um, And they were driven from their homes. The Trail of Tears was the forcible removal of approximately 60,000 indigenous people. It is estimated that anywhere from 10 to 20,000 people or 16 to 30% died during this death march. It would be nearly 100 years before indigenous people were allowed to leave their reservations, more than 120 years before nations were given any rights to their own government, and 130 years before a new constitution was drafted for the Chickasaw people. Today, the Chickasaw have unwillingly been assimilated to American culture, but one native, Stephanie Byers, has started her own journey down this unchosen path in order to change American governance.
0: Born in the heart of the Chickasaw Nation in Oklahoma in 1963, it seems that politics were never expected in Stephanie's future. She graduated from Oklahoma Christian University in 1986 with a bachelor's in music education. A few years later, she had resettled in Wichita, Kansas and took a position as a band teacher. For the next three decades, Stephanie Byers poured herself into her work as a teacher. Her dedication brought her some local notoriety, earning her the position of Director of Bands and Orchestras and, later, Fine Arts Department Chair at Wichita's North High School. She completed her Master's of Music from Kansas University in 2015.
1: However, a new direction for her life was taking shape as Stephanie came to terms with her gender identity. In 2014, Byers came out as transgender to her students and co-workers. She remembers stating simply, Instead of Mr. Byers, it's now Mrs. Byers. Now let's talk about this semester's goals. Even with a brave face, it must have been a terrifying moment. However, Stephanie's impact and love for the students shone through and they rallied to support her. When Westboro Baptist Church decided to protest the transgender teacher, the The students shot back with photos and videos of rainbows and LGBTQ support. And when the exiting seniors did their annual teepeeing of the school, they chose rainbow-colored toilet paper in support of Mrs. Byers. How nice.
0: <laughs> right? They're like, we're still going to fucking TP or shit. We're like,
1: trashing it, but it's going to be a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> but perhaps their strongest show of support and love came when they nominated Stephanie for Glensons, which is the Gay Lesbian uh, Student Education Network National Educator of the Year Award in 2018. Byers won the award.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And it's so exciting because it's in Kansas, right? Exactly. And it's, it's just like... Definitely not the outcome you would think, yeah. Mm -hmm. After her coming out, Stephanie and her wife became more active in the Kansas LGBTQ community. For the past two years, Stephanie has set... St- stephanie stephanie has sat on the board of wichita pride and served as communications director for the organization she has attended and spoken at several rallies in kansas both for lgbtq um, issues as well as education reform Byers and her wife Lori present regular workshops and educational training on trans and other queer related issues through their company gender training together they have worked to defy the ignorant and biased perception often portrayed of midwestern people this work reached a new level when Stephanie announced her candidacy for state legislature in 2019.
1: Yeah, and you know, and it's so important to have stuff like this especially in Kansas. And and it is true and we talked about this last episode, this idea of like everyone in the Midwest and the South are ignorant and that's not and that's not true. Like that's a biased perception. It's hard whenever you see so much of that. Um, (laughs) And grew up in it. (laughs) Yeah, when you grew up in it, you experienced it, and it is very different to be trans and queer in the Midwest than it is to be on the West and East Coast. It just is. Yes. But you can find, you know, obviously, and then but you have a lot of counties where you can find a lot of acceptance, and obviously, buyers did, and Mm -hmm. that's wonderful. And now she can. You know, be an example to other people, um, and then again, just the, it's I, I. What I want to talk about is like I. I don't know how much her and her wife were involved in the LGBTQ community prior to her right. coming out. You know, this kind of this idea where you don't you might be an ally, but you don't really see yourself as part of the community, mm-hmm. and then you come out as trans, and you're really thrown into that community real quick. You have no choice, really. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, exactly. So for her to step up, like I mean within four years of coming out
0: and it's a hard community to get involved into it there, is if I have found that a lot of organizations that lead like like pride organizations and things they are very protective of their core group and mm-hmm. very clicky. it's not necessarily easy to just get involved you really have to find your own way and yeah hopefully somebody will reach out to you, unfortunately. Right. Exactly. And <laughs> in a lot of places.
1: Yeah, you got to find your way. I mean, like I said, within four years, she's sitting on the board of the Wichita Pride, yeah. which uh, I believe is one of the biggest pride parades in Kansas. Wow. If not the biggest. And um, and then this, the, the the courage, the courage to sit as an out transgender teacher in Kansas. Because again, yeah. no matter how supportive your students may be, there's definitely backlash
0: uh, you're In Kansas, yes 100%. Right 100% exactly. even, a, Not even a question
1: and So so to serve out and, and open is That's really amazing mm-hmm. After Democrat Jim Ward Decided to run for the U.S. Senate A local seat was vacated Byers had recently retired from teaching after 29 years, by the way, but remained frustrated with the lack of funding and attention given to the Kansas public schools. And this was really there were several reasons why she wanted to run, but this really was the reason why. I mean, LGBTQ issues are important and, and, and that and Native American issues, those were all big things. But mm-hmm. when you ask her what her reason was, she's a teacher for nearly 30 years. Right. Obviously, she's like, we need to have education reforms. Yep. In addition, she also saw an increased need for Medicaid expansion in the state, She's telling the news site cake.com, K-A-K-E dot com, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure, I was trying to figure out what it said for her, Kansas something, so it's, yeah, but as she told cake.com, I've seen up close the personal young families that struggle with health care because they fell in a place that a simple expansion of Medicaid in the state of Kansas would help them immensely, I felt passionately about the fact that there needs to be another voice that will stand and say, yes, we can help. How can we help? Not why we can't, but how can we? What are the ways that we can do it to make this expansion happen?
0: Yeah, great for her. And it's also, it's nice to see an openly out trans woman running on a platform that is more than just queer rights right because a lot of times and and that's there's nothing wrong with that if you're an out mm-hmm. queer person you're running on queer rights that's great you're a great help to the community but this i feel like one she probably wouldn't have won running on solely that but two it's it just shows that we're normal people just like everybody else we have the same goals the same desires and we want to see the same Great things happen For our communities
1: Right Well it's like Donica uh, Rome In um, room I can't say Donica Rome In um, Virginia mm-hmm. Running on Rebuilding their highways And better Road construction Right You know like Every day People are driving Down these streets And their streets are trash And she's like Someone needs to do something I'm going to fucking do it And people keep trying to make it About the fact that she's transgender And she's really like I just want to fix our fucking roads Right And once they got through their head That they're like This person really cares about these issues Yeah you're going to win Same thing in Kansas yeah. Because at the end of the day You care about the fact That you have medical care You care about the fact That your kids are getting A good mm-hmm. education You, We are so much more Than just LGBTQ It is a big part of our identity But she even answered that In one question She's like Yes I am a trans woman I'm also a Native American I'm also a teacher i'm also a citizen i also own a motorcycle like i i'm a normal person like everyone else with the same concerns
0: and i wish people would understand that there would be no need for queerness without the need for straightness if people didn't have to prove they were so straight there would be no need for a a queer identity to be anything more than just like oh okay that's how you are
1: Exactly. Yeah. It, we, we are forced to be proud of who we are because we have to make people aware of the fact that we're being discriminated against. Mm-hmm. If there were not laws discriminating against LGBTQ people, there would be no need for us to so-called flaunt it right. and to say, we shout it from the rooftop so that our friends and families can know when you vote for measures against LGBTQ people, you're voting against me. That's why yes, I'm telling you. You're voting so against me. So that you know that what you're doing is directly hurting me.
0: hmm Even with opponents attempting to distract from Byers' running points by focusing on her transgender status, the local district was not having it. On November 3rd, Byers took the legislature seat with a majority vote of 54%, compared compared to the runner-up's 45%. Not only will she become the first transgender lawmaker in Kansas, but in the entire Midwest. She also becomes the first transgender Native American elected to any state legislature. We congratulate you, Stephanie, on your historic win and wish you all the best on your
1: journey forward. And as for our listeners, as you prepare to celebrate Thanksgiving this year, we strongly encourage you take a pause. We don't mean to say it isn't important to remember to be grateful for what we have, but also to remain honest about how we got here. Remember that we must do so much better than our forefathers. That for the spirit of Thanksgiving to really shine through, we must follow the example of the Chickasaw and not the pilgrims. Your recommended resource is Spaces Between Us, Queer Settler Colonialism and Indigenous Decolonization by Scott L. Morganson. We also suggest the book Custard Died for Your Sins, an Indian Manifesto by Vine Delora Jr., and we have also attached a short YouTube documentary on an overview of America's treatment of indigenous nations. I just suggest, you know, take time, be grateful, enjoy time with your family if you can, or whatever group that you are can safely be around. Um, and there's other so many other ways you can also connect through your fam with your family through Zoom and, and other platforms. But just, you know, remember, like, we want to move forward. We want to get better. We want to yes. progress.
0: Also... Um, speaking of moving forward and progressing, Biden just won the election. Um, we just found out in the middle of recording this episode.
1: So, I mean, I mean, when you're listening to this episode, it's two weeks later and you're like, we know, but we just found out literally while we were recording. So for us, um, you know, I'm sure the next few weeks are going to be filled with a bunch of shit, but, um, you know, we just... I don't know. It, it doesn't, it <laughs> we doesn't, can breathe
0: a little easier, I think. It,
1: yeah, you just... It's exactly it. You can breathe and um, there's there's this hope. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to explain the feeling of like not even realizing how much you were waiting for an answer to come and and, he, and just finally having it, you mm-hmm. know, like just the weight of like... We don't have to fucking listen to that moron anymore. Yes, I just I never have to listen to Donald Trump again and care and Mm -hmm. cringe.
0: Also, wasn't he the first like four year, one term president like in a very long time?
1: Um, in like thirty years since George H W Bush, but he was the first (laughs) as far as George H W Bush. People forget came off of eight years of another Republican. Mm -hmm. So this is the first time that we've had just four years of one party in a very long time.
0: You know what I think? I think that... This is the end of the episode, everybody, so you can turn it off if you don't want to listen to me. But I think (laughs) um, that the Republican Party ruined themselves...
1: Oh, of course they did. ...by
0: forcing Trump in and, like, just... I mean, not that they forced him in; he did win the election, whatever, but, like, by... Rather than saying, um, you know what, Donald Trump, we're not letting you run, like, they all jumped behind him and burned their party to the ground and i think that their party is going to suffer for a very long time because of that
1: they they chose they really did i mean of all the people that you could have backed you bat you just you bet on hate and to be fair again looking at this 70,591,000 70,591,000 Americans voted mm-hmm. for Donald Trump so to to act as if this was um, an accident that happened that he just somehow got in the presidency mm-hmm. I might believe that if only 30 million people had uh, voted this time but it was the, one of the closest races we've had in a long time mm-hmm. and 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 well, it was close, mostly because of a pandemic. When you look at pl- close presidential races, Biden actually has a significant lead compared to other races. But mm-hmm. it was a lot closer than it should have been. When you have a man of that, it was disgusting low level of character,
0: disgusting hate.
1: Yes. So, I actually uh, what?
0: pre-made a graphic for Instagram
1: <laughs> Paul already
0: I'm posting this right it. when, when it's fresh Do
1: it um, You know Yeah I, And like I said It's just the beginning people Like there is so much All we're doing is regaining gr- ground And hopefully You know Biden gets in there He regains the crowd And then he gets the fuck out of there in four years And he lets someone else take over And we actually start progressing Um, But I'm not going to criticize Biden today. You know why? Because I am very happy that he beat Donald Trump. (laughs) And he is better than Donald Trump. And that's all I'm going to say. So I'm going to say thank you to him for all his fucking faults. And just be grateful that I don't have to fucking cringe every time our president comes on the tv anyways with that stay queer (laughs) don't get lobotomy we
0: love you our little allied hookers and our succulent surface and resist the oppressors our proud homocrats
1: and have yourself the greatest gayest sodomy circus you've ever had complete with blue confetti Uh,
0: or don't and black lives will always matter
1: Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe and review wherever you are listening and follow us on social media at Your Queer Story.
0: Like what you heard? Want to share your story? Send us a voice message to add to the podcast from the Anchor app or at anchor.fm slash yourqueerstory.
1: And if you would like to support the work we do or get exclusive content, check us out on patreon.com slash yourqueerstory.
0: See you next week. Bye. Bye.